Welcome to episode 15 of the 100K Hairstyles Podcast. I'm James Gartner, hairstylist turned top 200 salon owner. But it wasn't all that long ago that I was a broke stylist just trying to get by. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I was able to sell my salon and build the business I have today, teaching others exactly how I did it. I created the 100K Hairstylist Podcast to give you a simple, actionable, step-by-step strategy to do exactly the same thing. If you're an ambitious hairstylist, salon owner, or even one in the making who's looking to create a business that is thriving and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 100K Hairstylist. Oh, my goodness. We've got a treat for you. Let me ask you this. Have you ever wanted to be able to manage, make, and save more money and become financially free as a hairstylist? Well, if you're ready to manage and make more money, this video is definitely for you. I believe wholeheartedly that financial freedom and saving money for the future should be every hairstylist goal and not just hairstylists. It should be anybody in any industry. Your goal should really be about financial freedom and saving money for your future and your retirement. And I think that's a lot of people's goals. But surprisingly, though, this is not the normal for most hairstylists. Um... Let's put it into perspective for a minute, shall we? Imagine it's the last paycheck of the month, right? You open the pantry and you realize you are in need of groceries, right? So you're like, oh gosh, I have to take a grocery visit. And you open your bank account app on your phone and you realize there is only $60 left in your account. Your next paycheck doesn't show up for another week. And you start to realize, oh shoot, I need gas, that Amazon Prime bill is going to be done, and your mind is racing a million miles an hour. How many of you have experienced that? Let me know in the comments. And it happens to the very best of us. And you think to yourself, where did all the money go? And how did it go so dang fast? And this situation really describes, um, if you've ever heard this uh, phrase before, too much month at the end of the money. And it really is quite fitting. It kind of fits perfectly, doesn't it? And, you know, is this how you live some months? If so, do you want help breaking the cycle so you can actually start managing, saving, and making more money? Or maybe you live in a place where everything is paid, but you feel deprived. You've got nothing left at the end of the month, and you want to learn how to better manage your money so that you can save even more money. Okay, so you don't have to feel deprived, and you don't have to feel like there's too much month at the end of the money. In this video, I am going to share with you how to manage and make more money as a hairstylist. I've always worked to manage um, and organize my business, and I learned how to make more money as a result as a hairstylist, and I have got some perfect plans and processes for you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right 
right on in to what all of those are. So number uno, okay, number one, I get totally that pay is fluctuating, okay? The first thing that happens when you start to talk about money when it comes to hairstylists is, I'm getting some thumbs up right now in the comments, and I know that this is this is common for many of you, and that's why I'm doing this video. It's a very common question that I get asked all the time. And I get that the first response is, oh, well, I never know how much I'm going to get paid because it's fluctuating. Oftentimes, we are paid on a commission basis, right? So some months are better than other months. Some weeks are better than other weeks. And the reality of it is, is that this is something that we have to be mindful of when it comes to saving our money, okay? And you really need to start to get to know what that cycle is, all right? And here's what I mean by that, okay? We know that there's an ebb and flow, right? And I've been doing this now for about 20 years. Um, 20 years. Yeah, I've been doing this for about 20 years. I had to like say that again. I'm like, oh my God, girl. Um, and I, I start to understand the cycle. I know exactly when it's going to be slow in the salon, and I know exactly when it's going to be super busy in the salon. And typically, for instance, right now in February, this is a particularly slow period of time for hairdressers in the salon. And um, you have to start to get to know that ebb and flow of when it's going to be busy and when it's not going to be busy in the salon. And once you understand that cycle, you can really start to kind of assess, okay, I know it's going to be slow in February, so I have to gear up in December to make up some of that deficit that's going to happen in February. Okay, does that make sense? Now, also, you want to really get a good perspective of how much you bring in annually. Everybody has to file for taxes, okay? So we all know how much we're bringing in annually, all right? So what you'll do is you'll take that and you'll divide it um, and average it out so that you know what your average paycheck should be, okay? That's something to kind of understand as well. And then the second thing is know where your money is going, okay? Oftentimes, um, we just charge, 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 use that debit card, use that debit card, and we really don't know where the money is going. What you'll have to start doing is start tracking all of your expenses, okay? What's going out and... Um, a great place to do this are money management apps, okay? Um, Mint is an example of that. Sometimes they do it for you automatically. You just put all of your credit card information into these apps, and it's it's crazy. They just tally everything up, and they will even segment it into, like, graphs, and they'll show you this amount of money is going to this, and this amount of money is going to that. It's really very cool. Just Google money management app or look it up on your um, either Apple uh, Play or Google Play Store, and you will find a plethora of them. I like Mint. I think it's wonderful. Um, they're not sponsoring this. Mint, if you're watching this, get on it. But anyway, um, now, once you are tracking how much money you have coming in, you're going to want to um, start to assess things. Okay, I know where my money is going out. And now what you'll want to do is you'll want to say, okay, I've got it all documented. I know exactly where my money is going. I'm tracking it, all of my expenses. 
And this works for both business and personal. And I have I have two separate accounts. One of them tallies all of my business expenses, and the other one tallies all of my personal expenses. So I know exactly how much money I am sending um, out for bills in the business side, and I know exactly how much money I'm sending out for um, all of my expenses on my personal side. So it goes both ways. It, it, there really isn't much of a difference. The only thing I recommend, though, is to do things a little bit different. And I know you've probably heard this um, before, but I'm going to reiterate it again. Now that you know where your money is going, the third thing is to pay yourself first always. Okay? Now, this is super important because you want to make sure that you know exactly how much you're going to want to save. Okay, this, there's a savings bucket over here. That's going to be your first priority. Or in your business, it's going to be a profit bucket. Okay, here's how much I'm going to want to bring in in profits. And you pay that first. As soon as the money rolls in, you take that money and you put it into your I'm paying myself bucket or your I'm saving for profits bucket. Okay, then you pay your expenses. All right. The traditional way that people used to do this was to say, okay, now that you're tracking all of your expenses, now you'll pay this, you'll pay that, and you'll have percentages for this bucket and percentages for that bucket. And that's that's all good to know for your business. However, what it is reliant on is you paying all of those bills and then whatever's left is your profit. I don't agree with that. I think you should say, this is how much I want to make and this is how much I'm going to pay myself or how much my business is going to profit and then start to pay your expenses. It's as simple as that because here's what happens. If you don't have enough money to pay all of your expenses, guess what you're going to have to do? Yes, girl, you're going to have to make some cuts, okay? You're going to have to review all of your expenses and you're going to have to say, where can I cut? What can I live without? Where can I um, spend less money? And these tracking apps make this so easy to do because it's like, all right, I'm spending way too much money on coffee or I'm spending way too much money on food. I need to start um, making coffee at home and bringing it with me, making sandwiches and bringing them to work. You would be amazed how many people I see eating out at lunchtime at my work. I love y'all. I do. But that is something that I saw very early on as a huge expense when I started to track my expenses. I am perfectly happy making myself a sandwich for 99 cents and bringing it to work and eating it, okay? I realized that I was spending, you know, you could go out and spend 7 to $8 on a lunch, or you can spend 99 cents by making yourself something at home. That's a big difference that adds up over the course of an entire year. And when you start tracking your expenses, you can start seeing what you're actually spending. And like I said, those apps make it super easy. They pull all of this information and let you know how much you're spending, which is pretty awesome. Now, if you find that there are things you need to cut, cut it, girl, okay? It is super, super important to start understanding that there are things that you are contributing to your financial deficit. And when you start to understand that, you can start to make simplifications in your life and edits in your life so that you spend less money on the things that are just really not necessary. Do you really need to go to, we're located in a mall, so do I really need to go to the food court every day and eat lunch at the food court and spend 7 to $10? No, I absolutely do not. I can totally bring a sandwich and be perfectly content and happy. And let's face it, if you are a busy hairstylist and you are really cooking in the salon, you don't have time to be going to the food court to get some food. You got to pull something out of your bag, eat it real quick, and run the F out of there so you can get to rinsing your customer or moving on to your next one or do whatever you're doing. And that's really how you want it. But anyhow, the 
thing and the point here is that you want to make sure that you are paying yourself first, whether it's in your business or personally, and then start to pay your expenses. If you don't have a much enough money left over for all of your expenses, you need to start making edits and cutting things that are not necessary. Okay, in a business perspective, all right, let's say you're independent, it's going to come down to looking at your inventory. One of the biggest expenses in a, in a solopreneur's business are back bar expenses. What are you spending your money on? Are you buying a really expensive hair color? And what are you getting out of that? Is that hair color really necessary for you to operate your business? Is there something that you can use that is of greater uh, value? For instance, I use a color that's mixed one to two. I get twice as much out of that tube of color than I do the uh, one that costs $1.50 more that is mixed one to one. You see what I'm saying? So you can cut things down in that way without having to sacrifice on quality. I use a very great quality hair color, but it's mixed differently. So I'm getting more value out of that product. Um, same goes with your lightener. Um, how is your lightener mixed? Can you use a lightener that's going to give you more value? Um, the other thing is, do you really need to be spending money on those expensive, colorful foils? Or can you get the standard foils that work equally as well uh, as for applying hair color in the hair and highlights in the hair, but cost half the price, okay? So you see where I'm going with this. You'll have to find creative ways to cut money, okay? But always, always pay yourself first. Now, the fourth thing that um, I want to talk about is hire an accountant a bookkeeper or a tax professional. A lot of people find this very overwhelming and think to themselves, I'll never be able to afford one. But the reality of it is, is that it really should be an item line in your business because that person's going to be able to identify, A, not only how much money you're making in a year, but what you can save in taxes. And oftentimes what they find for you to save in taxes is going to be the amount that you have to pay them anyway. So it really comes out in a wash. So I recommend finding somebody that is a bookkeeper, um, especially if you don't want to dedicate your time to it. Now, if you're running a business, something like QuickBooks is a really great option. Um, it's not the best program in the world, but you know what? It works and you can plug in all of your business expenses, hand it over to a bookkeeper and have them do the rest of the work for you. But it's super important because you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of um, tax breaks when it comes to your business. So having somebody who can look into that and find those breaks for you is going to be crucial. You could end up missing out on a lot of money if you don't do that. And you could end up getting in trouble with the IRS and nobody wants to get audited, girl. Don't do it. Um, anyway, so the next thing is, number five, is you're going to want to save and invest, okay? This is uber, uber, uber important. So, so many people don't allocate savings. And when I say um, pay yourself first, this is part of that. You want money to just automatically go into a savings account where you don't have to look at it and see it. And um, the best way to do this is to hire a financial advisor to help you set goals 
and allocate money to the places that you might have not ordinarily thought of. They're going to be the ones who can help you say, okay, well, you know, a savings account doesn't really give you this much um, return. But if you put this into a Roth IRA, or if you put this into a um, S&P 500 or whatever it might be, you're going to save on taxes at the end of the year. And there's no penalties for pulling that money out when you're ready to retire. But the point is, an advisor can really help you with delegating where you want to put your money so that you can make the most return on it. And um, instead of it just sitting in a bank account collecting like a penny every um, so often, um, you can keep your penny, girl. I'm hiring an investor and I'm putting into things that are going to bring me a return on my investment. And you should do the same thing. So when you're allocating your um, pay yourself method and you're allocating that first, a portion of that should be should be dedicated just to going right into savings and you should start saving that way. You can always cut in expenses and you can always cut in other areas to balance things out. Now, I know that this isn't always feasible for everybody. Sometimes we are in a position where we just don't make enough money for this to happen. And if this is the case, it leads me to our sixth step, which is to find ways to increase your income. Okay, bottom line, you've got to find ways to make more money, girl. Okay, and we've talked about side hustles on this show and how I'm a huge fan of them. I love a good side hustle because um, it just gives you that little bit of extra cash injection that you might need to be able to um, save more money and to um, plan for your retirement, okay? So find ways to increase your income. I have a wonderful course all um, about uh, things that will teach you systems to make more money behind the chair. And I'm actually offering a free training called Why It's So Slow in the Salon and How You Can Fix It. Um, Well, where you're going to learn how to see less customers and make more money. It has been proven in my top 200 salon and has gotten results for countless students who have taken it. It is available absolutely free. You can find it in the link below. Or if you are on Instagram, you can see it at the link in my bio. I recommend going and taking that free course. It's going to teach you ways that you can make more money behind the chair and see less customers so that you can have that extra cash to boost your income. Okay, so check that out as well. But um Yes, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to hang with me today. And be sure to hit that like button and subscribe if you found this helpful and you want the algorithms to send it to other people just like you. All right, guys, make sure you get that um, free training because it's only available for a short period of time. And I hope you found this helpful. I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take a second to leave a review so that we can share the word with others who may enjoy this. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one and get instant access to freebies, trainings, ebooks, and courses that will help you thrive as a hairdresser and salon owner, go to GartnerJames.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.